But the thing is, Jesus Christ didn't only pay for your sins and cleanse, your, cleanse you from your sins. Another thing that Jesus Christ did was free you from the power of sin. He also freed you, right? And when I say the power of sin, I'm talking about sin's control, your sinful nature's control over your body. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here you. on Church Boy uh, Confessions. Uh. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Church Boy Confessions podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke. I hope you guys had an amazing last week, an amazing start to this week. Um, I had an interesting last week, I'm not going to lie, but it came with his fair share of challenges, but God still reigns, I'll tell you that much. So I have my testimonies, and I hope you have yours, you know what I'm saying? Um, welcome to anybody who's listening for the first time. Welcome to Church Boy Confessions Podcast, um, where we, you know, I'm the church boy and I confess. I, I be very transparent on, on this podcast, and you know, we talk about God, we talk about le- life lessons, um, we talk about scripture. Um, you know, sometimes it's very theological, sometimes it's very, you know, conversational, but nevertheless, um, I really appreciate everybody that's part of this community. I appreciate, I appreciate everybody that has watched on YouTube or people who have listened on Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever platform you're listening on, uh, it means everything for me to have this platform and have this privilege to speak to you all day in day well not day in day out week in week out um and we have another amazing episode planned for today um before i get to this episode of course i have some announcements but and and first things first quick shout out to everybody who's ooh, my bad a quick shout out to everybody who's graduated this past week or even prior to that in may as well um you've come a long way and welcome to the rest of your lives man i you know i, I know this time has a lot of fear has a lot of anxiety you know what i'm saying because you know maybe some of you guys have something lined up already or maybe some of you guys don't you know i, I was somebody who didn't and you know this episode's on that <laughs> a lot of 18 months worth of episodes on that so you know uh i i know how it might feel but nevertheless you know what i'm saying god reigns and you know one of my friends his name is brendan he was uh he was the leader of the band at the Poetry Jams, like ever since we've been having Poetry Jams. You know, he had a song um, and the message behind the song was that, you know, you have something that might be unknown in your life. And for a lot of people that can be fearful, but at the same time, it can be exciting. Um, so I hope that if you are in this time of like a lot of things are unknown for you, right, um, just know that you can be fearful of it, but you also have the choice of um, being excited because God is good and God's going to keep you through the entire time. Um, another announcement I have is just a quick thank you to everybody who came out to last week's Bible study. It was amazing. Um, you know, I, I, we talked about the book of Leviticus and as crazy as that might sound, it was actually very fruitful and, you know, enlightening conversation that we had. And, you know, if you've never been to Bible study, we're going to have, we have one every first Monday of the month, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to have one. The next one's going to be in July. Um, so we'll set up the sign up and all that different stuff, um, closer to that date, but thank you guys for everybody who came out. I hope it was really beneficial for you. Um, and we got something cooking guys. I will say this, we got something cooking. I'm not going to say too much. I'll give more details next week. Cause you know, I, I like to finalize everything and have them very concrete. I like to have the down deposit down before I start talking about things, but we do know that this is going to happen. We're going to have another in-person event in August. All right. 
um you know august late august is our anniversary season so you know unassociated started august 26th um 2018 <clears throat> so every time around that year we do something to commemorate our anniversary um we do like a campaign called the define the days of your youth campaign but we're going to do things a little differently we want to do something live and in person um so we're like i told you unassociated is not just going to be pot is not podcast only it's not social media it's not instagram and tiktok only we have plans we have projects in the works and you guys are going to see and you're going to hear more about it um next week and you're going to see it in august so i'm really excited for that um, a quick thank you for everybody who's donated as well. Um, and if you feel led at any point during this episode, any point during the week, any point during any time to make a donation to this ministry, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can make your donation at www.unassociated.com slash donations. Ugh. All right. That's the announcements. Let's get to the actual show. All right. So. So recently, we've received some, we've received some insight on the community, um, just about some things that you guys struggle with. And, you know, we had this one TikTok that w- was pretty popular, and it was talking about temptation. It was talking about how much, you know, Satan hates us and whatnot. Um, and there's a lot of people, you know, who, you know, understood it. They grasped it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the next question that they asked was, okay, well, how do I fight this temptation? So I thought it was only right to talk about fighting temptation. Um, you know, I've had episodes about fighting temptation. I've even covered, you know, part of this, what we're going to talk about today in previous episodes, overcoming sexual sins episodes. But I think it was proper to revisit this um, this topic and talk about control. And I'm going to talk about, you know, all of that here today. Um, we need to fight temptations. We need to overcome the temptations in our lives. Um, this is a th- something that we, I think we probably all struggle with in some type of capacity. Um, so let's talk about it. All right. The first thing you need to know. All right. Let's get to it. The first thing you need to know when it comes to fighting temptations, overcoming temptations is what Christ has done for you. And I know, you know what Christ has done for you. Christ died on the cross for your sins and he paid for your sins. He, he, he cleanses you from your sins. But the thing is, Jesus Christ didn't only pay for your sins and cleanse your, cleanse you from your sins. Another thing that Jesus Christ did was free you from the power of sin. He also freed you, right? And when I say the power of sin, I'm talking about sin's control, your sinful nature's control over your body. You know, there's a TikTok comment that somebody had made, and he said that, you know, the TikTok was talking about temptation and overcoming temptation. And the person said, you know, it it was a very valuable question. He said, why are we making such a big deal about something that is a part of our human nature? You know, because there are some people that say, you know, all of that, you know, that sexual urges is part of our human nature. So, you know, why are we trying to make it seem like it's a bad thing? It's just part of our human nature. Right. Um, To which we replied that, you know, yeah, it's part of our human nature. But what's a part of our human nature is our sinful nature. And just because something is human nature doesn't mean that it is holy. Right. As children of God, our aim is to be holy as our father is holy. Correct. And Jesus Christ died so we can be holy as our Father is holy and resurrected so we can be holy as our Father is holy. So we're not satisfied with just acting in accordance with our human nature. We're not satisfied with sinning and then making the excuse that it's a part of our sinful nature because we are new creations in Jesus Christ. Because just because it's part of our human nature doesn't mean that it is holy. Many of us struggle with some type of sin, right? 
And it's very hard to break. And we've been trying to break it for so long. And some of us have even gone as far to reach the conclusion that these these temptations are just impossible to overcome. These urges cannot be broken. And what I'm going to preach to you today is that Christ has already broken it. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 20. I'm sorry, verse 12 to 13. And I'm going to read from the New Living Translation today. This is the first time I'm actually reading from this um, version, like at least for an entire episode. And, you know, I just feel like it's just more simplistic language. Like pre- you know, previously, I'd, I'd uh, use NIV. And, you know, I don't really have a real preference between. Um, you know, the popular versions and stuff like that. But I think that I might start using NLT on this podcast just because the simple language that it uses and it might be better. You guys let me know. Like if you guys are feeling this NLT, I'll read it right now um, because it it might be helpful. So Romans chapter 8, verse 12 to 13. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, Apostle Paul writing, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the spirit, you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. I want to introduce one word to you, ladies and gentlemen, one word that you need to understand. Control. The Bible says that we have no obligation to do what our sinful nature wants us to do, urges us to do. You feel the urge. I feel the urge. We all feel the urge. And for the longest time, all we want is to be free from this urge. We want to be free so we're not in bondage to just doing whatever our sinful urges want us to do. And what I came here to tell you today is that you are already free if you have Jesus Christ. And you need to know that you are free because the slave that does not know that they are free is still a slave. So let's talk about our freedom. Society consistently does things that help us become more, more so slaves to our sinful flesh. So I think that's the reason why so many of us don't really understand that we are not slaves to our to our sin, to the power of sin anymore. The society that we're in continues to promote that you are through its messaging. Of course, you know, it also it promotes the sex. It promotes the lewdness. But then furthermore, it promotes these messages that get us to justify our own falls. Right. It tells us things like, oh, well, you have needs. It tells us things that you're human. You're a man. You're a woman. You have needs. You're a man. You have needs. And what these things do, as innocent as it may sound, what these things do is that they tighten the chains that represent our enslavement to our sinful nature. Because I'll tell you this. Yeah, you're a human. You have needs. Yeah, you're a man. You have needs. Yeah, you're a woman. You have needs. But guess what you also are? You are a child of the living God. And the reality is having needs is not an excuse when you have the spirit of God living inside of you. You're not like someone who doesn't have the spirit of God living inside of them. The Bible says that you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. And where there is no obligation, there is no excuse. And I know that's intimidating 
Because when we acknowledge we have control, then we also have to acknowledge the guilt that comes with the fact that we are the ones that did it. The devil didn't possess us. The demons didn't possess us. Our sinful nature didn't possess us and force us to go and put our hand in the cookie jar. We made the decision as children of God with the spirit of God living inside of us. And we have to acknowledge that. I know. In order to acknowledge the grace of God, you also have to acknowledge how dirty you are. But maybe that's going to be a humbling experience for you. In order to acknowledge control, you have to also acknowledge that it falls on your head. You are the reason why you did the things that you did. You have to take that responsibility. But there's grace, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget about God's grace because you need to admit that you have control. You need to admit that you are free because if you don't admit that you are free, then you are still a slave. Jesus didn't just cleanse you from your sins. He freed you from the power of sin. When I was addicted, I deal with an addiction to uh, pornography and masturbation for 11 years. 11 years. Um, 11 or 12, one of those. And, you know, there was one line that Satan would always use to, like, get me to, you know, convince me to really just hop over the edge and get into all that stuff. It was, if you don't do it today, you'll end up doing it eventually. And it worked. It worked like a charm for so long. And the reason why it worked like a charm for so long is because I started to think about how it was impossible for me to never do it again. It was impossible for me to never do it again. I, that's what I would think. Like, oh, like, you know, I would say that Satan would be absolutely right. You know why? Because I wasn't convinced that I had any control here. And if I did have enough willpower to try and not do it today, there's no way that I would have that willpower to do it the next day. Because in my head, I was a human. In my head, these urges are always going to be here. In my head, <sighs> I'm just flawed. I'm never going to be able to break this temptation because so, so, and so, whatever is too strong, whatever it might be. But the devil is a liar, ladies and gentlemen. The devil indeed is a liar because we have no obligation to do what our sinful nature urges us to do. There are some of us that before we acknowledge that we have control, instead what we do is that we ask God to take the temptation away. And we've all been there. Come on. We've all been there. I've been there, definitely. We've all prayed, God, take this temptation away. We've told God, God, you know what? I don't want to be tempted anymore. Remove that person from my life or move that situation from my life. I don't want to be tempted by someone. Some of us even go as far to say, well, God, if you knew that I wasn't going to be able to overcome the temptation, then why did you let that thing come up on my screen? Or why did you let me see this person? It's your fault, God, right? We might not say that explicitly, but sometimes we might think that in our head. Why doesn't God just take the temptation away? Hmm? There's an idea. But the reality is God is not always in the business of taking our temptation away. In fact, God uses our temptation to mold us to be more like Christ. That's the kicker. It's it's crazy because at some point you come to realize that sometimes it's God who is the one that's leading us into the battle against temptation. Read Matthew. I believe it's Matthew chapter four, verse one. The Holy Spirit led 
Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. Because God leads us into the battle against temptation. He's not leading you to temptation to fall. He leads us to temptation to conquer it, to overcome it. Because in our overcoming it, we become more like Christ. In our overcoming it, we become more holy. We grow a tolerance to it. And who is more holy? The person who's never tempted or the person who stands amidst temptation. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that God will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. So guess what? What that tells me is that if the temptation exists in my life as a child of God, if it exists in my life, then that means that God has given me the power to stand. That means that God has given me the power to have control. You have control if you have the Holy Spirit living inside you. That's scripture. And God wants us to use that control. I'm going to read this Romans chapter 8 verse 13. We read it earlier, but I'm going to read 13 and focus on something that I didn't focus on earlier. It says, for if you live by its dictates, the dictates of the flesh, you will die. But if through the power of the spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful flesh, you will live. If you have your Bible, if you have your notebook, whatever it is, I need you to underline when it says by the power of the spirit. That's what the word of God says. By the power of the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the sinful nature. That's where we get lost. We think it's just about putting to death the deeds of the sinful nature. So that's why we strive so hard to never sin again. And we fail and we fail and we fail because we missed the point where the Bible says by the power of the spirit. Where we all get lost is that we think that it's our this temptation that we face is one is it's us being one versus a thousand. We think it's us by ourselves versus the temptation versus the demons that harass us versus our sinful flesh. But in reality, what it is, you have the demons, you have the 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 temptation, you have the sinful flesh, I mean, the sinful nature, you have all that stuff. But it's not just versus you alone, it's versus you and God himself, you and the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. By the power of the Holy Spirit that we receive, we put to death the deeds of sinful nature. It's not by making empty promises to God. It's not by trying all these tricks and tactics. I tried that for 11 years as a Christian. As a Christian. I wanted to be holy for God. So then I would try to stop sinning by myself in order to be holy for God. When in reality, God was saying, you need to tag me in, bro, because you can't handle this on your own. It is by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 8, 13. It is by the power of the Holy Spirit we put to death the deeds of our sinful nature. Not by your power. Not by your promises. Man. 
You need God's help and he wants to help. He knows you need his help. Trust me, he knows. It's the reason why he sent his only son to die for you because you can't do it on your own. It's the reason why he gave you the Holy Spirit because you can't do it on your own. You were never meant to do it on your own. You have literally been made. The blueprint of your existence is supposed to be complementary to like God. Like you have to understand that like you were meant to be plugged in. Like when you were made, right? Like God made you and he made you with like a plug. And in order for you to work properly, you need to be plugged in to him. Like that's how you were made. So when we try to do things on our own, it's just kind of like, man, you're like, it looks re really silly, right? Because you're not plugged in. You ask yourself why so many things are wrong and why things aren't functioning properly is because you're not plugged in. We have to be plugged in. We need that source and the source is God himself. When I told God that I was ready to subject this flesh, this sinful nature, what he did was that he pulled me closer to him. And as I drew closer to him, as I drew closer to God, I felt more of his power. And as I felt more of his power, the temptations in my life did not leave. The temptations in my life did not cease to exist. The temptations were conquered. By the power of God that was moving through me. For 11 years, I dealt with this temptation. For 11 years, I dealt with this addiction. And I thought that it was impossible. I thought it was impossible. But today, I'm a witness. I'm a testament to the power of the Spirit. I have lived this verse that by the power of the Spirit, we put to death the deeds of our sinful nature. I've lived it. This is not just words that I'm reading. This is my story that I'm communicating. What is that sin in your life that you think is impossible to shake? What is that sin in your life that has so much power over you? I'm telling you that power is in your mind, but it is not real. You have to be convinced of the word of God that tells you that you have no obligation When I discovered my freedom in Christ, it meant that I had control. It meant that the power was put back in my hands because I was no longer obligated. And that sounds so intangible, but I'm telling you that it's tangible. Romans chapter 6, starting at verse 6 to 7. It says, we know that our old sinful, I'm sorry, we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. Ladies and gentlemen, this is freedom. It's not giving into your sinful nature every time. It is having conquered your sinful nature, which is possible, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, not your own power. You've been tapping into the wrong power source. So there's going to be, you know, a lot of you that say, all right, I'm ready. I hear you. I hear you, Emmanuel. So what do I do? Where do I start? And I'm going to give you some tips. All right. Devotional time must happen every day you want to know why it's hard so hard to do devotion it's so hard to spend time with the lord 
whether because it's your schedule or because you're lazy or because of whatever it might be, it's because the enemy knows that that devotion time can counteract his plans for your life. But we need that devotional time. And I'm not talking about just reading the Bible because of religion. I'm not talking about reading a chapter a day so then you could think of yourself as holy. I'm talking about reading for wisdom. I'm talking about reading so you could uncover the characteristics of God. I'm talking about meditating on the word day and night because what this is about is intimacy. Not simply religion. You understand what I'm saying? Likewise, fasting and prayer. I I feel like, I don't know if it's just our generation. I don't hear enough about fasting and prayer. I hear more about intermittent fasting than I hear about fasting and prayer. No, No shade on intermittent fasting, but it's just like, we don't talk about fasting and prayer enough. Like, especially in those days where you feel that temptation and you feel like it's so strong and like it'll overwhelm you, fast and pray. Drop everything, I tell you. It could be a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Drop it and fast and pray. Select the time frame that is on your heart. Refrain from eating. And let me tell you, the power doesn't come from not eating. It doesn't come from being hungry. I'm a very grumpy person when I'm hungry. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But the power comes from being fixed on the Lord. That's where the power comes from. That's what this is about, being fixed on the Lord. Turn off the distractions. Turn off the socials. No profane, no profane content intake. None, none at all. Be very prayerful. Have conversations with God. Speak with him during this prayer and fasting time. That's what you need to do. Speak with him. Be intimate with him. And the third tip I have is to obey the convictions of the Holy Spirit. That means get up when you're sitting in a place you're not supposed to be sitting in. Don't go out that night. Leave that party early. Don't scroll back to that post. Obey the convictions of the Holy Spirit. It might sound small, but I'm telling you, the enemy plants those small seeds. So sometimes the Holy Spirit needs us to do those small things to uproot those small seeds. I tell you these practical tips just so you can have something tangible. But let me tell you this. You can read your Bible. You can fast. You can go as long as you want being hungry. You can pray just because and you will gain nothing because you're doing it just because. Or you're doing it just because of religion. All of these things mean nothing if you do not fix your heart and your mind on the Lord. The purpose of these things is to become intimate with the Lord. Become intimate with the Holy Spirit. Become more sensitive to its influence and to its pull. Because it's by the power of the Holy Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature. Not your power. Not your power. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this episode. Thank you so much for this message. And I pray that it truly be the spark in someone's life, Lord, to stop trying to the, uh, put to death the deeds of the sinful nature on their own, but to do it by your power. Father, help them to grow in their relationship with you, for their relationship with you become more intimate, Lord. Help them to know you more. Help them to, to 
uncover more of your characteristics and your love and your role in their lives, oh God, and help them to know you in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you help us to conquer that temptation, not fall to it, to always recognize that you have given us a way to escape it in order to endure it, Lord, and help us to do that. Help us to no longer see it as impossible for us to one day never do it again, because it is very possible. But the devil tries to convince us that it is not possible when indeed it is. And he knows it is as well. He's a liar. Help us to always understand he is a liar. He's a liar. So, Heavenly Father, as we have no obligation to do the things that our sinful nature urges us to do, help us to not do it and help us to not come up with excuses as to why we're doing it. We have control because we have the Holy Spirit in us and help us to walk in the path of the Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I love you guys. I really hope that this episode could really be a blessing. Um. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give more information about our August event next week. Um, furthermore, if you, you know, really enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you liked and subscribed. Um, and what else do I want to say? I think that's all of it. But have an amazing week, man, for real, for real. Be more intentional about becoming more intimate with the Holy Spirit, I tell you. Um, and you're going to be straight. It's possible, bro. It's It's possible, sis. It's very possible. It's happened in my life. It's not because I'm more holy than you. It's not because I got my life together more than you. It's not because whatever you think the reason is, it's not that reason. It's because you need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. And you haven't done that as well. But now you are. But now you are. So thank God for his grace. I love you guys. Have an amazing week.